so sore. Oh my gosh. I am so sore. Yeah. What did we even do yesterday? I am so sore today. Oh my goodness. You know it. Oh man, that workout on Friday had me sore all weekend long. All right, how does your body feel on a scale of zero to 10? Zero being you feel awesome. 10 being you got hit by a bus. Where are you at? Six. All right, not bad. Maybe today's the day you take it easy. Definitely the deadlifts, heavy deadlifts. All right, welcome to the RU4 podcast. This is Paul McAllister, and we are recording, as always, Bridge Lakes CrossFit here in Cypress, Texas. Club 915, I think, just closed and it's kicking everybody out. Uh, there was some loud music going on back there. Uh, so anyway, I just last night thought of something. You know, this isn't one of those shows necessarily, but I realized that we are at quorum. I feel like I do have to turn the jets on. <laughs> For a little bit. This isn't an official Paul's Hot Tub episode, but everybody here is a Hot Tub member. So, wanted to turn them on for a little while, and also, let me see if I can reach it from here. I want to present these two Hot Tub members. Oh, we get goodies. Oh, oh yes. I've been wanting a shirt. Yes. I wonder what the number of podcasts I had to record until I got one. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Those are uh, those are hard to come by. So, I know uh, they're coveted around here. No, absolutely. Glad to glad to get to more out there. All right, we have got um, Corey Holly, Kelly Burchett, a couple of regulars here uh, today. We're talking about goals. Um, full disclosure: Leslie Schaefer was supposed to be the fourth in here with us today. It is it is less of a show without her. I will admit that right up front. It is. But uh, she's spinning a lot of plates right now. And so I find we, she tried her best to make the schedule work. We, we rescheduled and everything. And it kind of got to the point where I was like, I feel bad like putting this on her. And I, I don't want this... I don't want asking people to come on this podcast to turn into like jury duty. Um, <laughs> and I felt like I was like inching up on that. So... Uh, let her off the hook. So, Leslie, you were missed. Uh, but the show goes on. Uh, so, we are talking about goals today, 2024 goals. Uh, I got a lot of shows in the pipeline, but I wanted to get this one in because everybody sets their goals in January, and we are, we are coming in just under curfew uh, to, to get these in, in in January. So, Well, it's a good question if we've already broken any of our, like, like blown off any of the goals (laughs) or are we still sticking with the plan? Yeah, I know. So I asked my guests today to to come prepared. They had a homework assignment to show up with uh, CrossFit goals, uh, but also some life goals as well. So I didn't want to bore everybody to tears with all CrossFit talk. Um, So we we are going to break it down into two categories. And I wanted them to be specific. All right, everybody can say, oh, I want to get a bar muscle up this year. All right, great, so do I. But how are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? Those are the kind of details that I'm looking for. On the other side of the coin, is like, oh, I, want to, I want to read more. Like, that's something I hear people say a lot. All right, what, is, what does that mean? What are you going to read? How much are you going to read? And how are you going to find time to do that? So we're going to push each other on this with the goal being that maybe a year from now we reconvene and we 
blow the dust off these lists and see how we did. I don't think these goals necessarily all need to be met, but I think it's good to have them like, in front of us so we could see like, hey, maybe I didn't hit this one, but I did a lot more than I did last year. Are y'all big goals people? Like, have y'all like, is that something that you do in your jobs or in life in general? Like, you, you So my goals? job, our, the team that I'm on, we are very like goal driven. Every year they ask us for a word. That's our word of the year. Mm-hmm. And we live in that space. So I'll share what mine is once we get going. But personally, no. Um, for me this year, <laughs> I turned 40. Oh, so nice. this, oh, I, I already, yeah. yeah, thank you. I already <laughs> had decided, okay, I need to actually like, holy crap, what am I doing? Yeah. I should set some goals for like, what do I expect in my 40s? So when you asked me to do this, I laughed because I'm like, I never set goals, but I actually had some already written down just to make sure I'm a responsible adult, apparently at the age of 40. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, you may have just inspired me for a song to play. Uh, it's uh, the Strand of Oaks. He says in this song <laughs> called Keys, and there's one line in it where he says, "I got to get my S together before I'm 40." Uh, that's. Uh, so. <laughs> I got a month and a half, so I'm trying. Corey, what about you? Uh, I, I do set a lot of CrossFit goals, okay. and I have over the years, but life, no. not so much. All right. No, uh, so and, the- and I had maybe two. And then you asked for five a piece, so I had to really do some thinking on Good. on life goals. So. Good, I like it. Well, you guys are in here for a reason. So whenever I like come up with these show ideas, I have like impulsive like visions of who I want to to have in the in the studio with me that I think are gonna are gonna provide the best content. And, and you two immediately came to mind, Corey. I know like how much thought you put into things, especially when it comes to CrossFit and you research and you study and you plan things out. So I thought you were a natural fit for this. Kelly, I was just actually thinking about you and Leslie because I know you two hold each other so accountable. We really do. As y'all said in the mom's episode, like, what is it? If you say it, you do it. it, You do it. I was like, if I get them in here and they start saying this stuff out loud then they're going to make it happen. So we'll pretend like that's the case, even though she's not here. Uh, Myself, I have never been great with goals. I kind of rejected that whole philosophy for a long time. I remember my first job out of college, I had this boss and it was a terrible job. Oh my gosh. And I was terrible at it, but he was like, and they were paying us nothing. I mean, it was, I don't know how I even ate on the amount of money that they were paying me, but I was living in Dallas, fresh out of college. And he wanted us all to put a picture up in our cubicles of like this, this gold or whether it was a Porsche or, you know, vacation or a mansion or a boat and all this stuff and I'm like and I like put it off for every Paul where's your goal where's your picture you know and finally I just had to like print off this dumb picture of this like house that I'll never in a million years be able to afford certainly couldn't do it back then so was I think it the that, Barbie dream house <laughs> it put a bad taste in my mouth and I was like what is this is pointless you know so try to get better at it um, so uh, I think that there's a lot of value in it and just having something saying it out loud uh, that you can you can move towards. So let's get this show on the road. Uh, I say we do CrossFit goals first, life goals after that. You guys just want to go like round the horn or one at a time. Well, what do you think works best? Should we go one at a time yeah, and then we time. can dive I think in? So too. I think right. so too. I didn't want to like take it over, but uh, yeah. but I think that's the way to go. Sure. All right, so we're just gonna go around the horn. 
with the goals that we prepare, we're going to start with CrossFit and, uh, yeah, take the opportunity to, to comment on them and uh, maybe push each other along. So I'll get us rolling. First goal I've got, I want to do 75 RX workouts this year. Okay, so I put a little thought into this. I started thinking about it, like how many how many classes I'll come to, you know, give or take in the year. I figure somewhere in between maybe 150, 175 classes. That's about three classes a week. Um, and I wanted to be somewhere around, I don't know, 40 to 50% of those as RX. Um, not that like, I just want to do it just for the sake of, of doing it, but I think in the past I've kind of shied away from some of them um, that I probably could have done. I went back just because we're starting uh, kind of late in the month, and I'm, I'm off to a good start. I've done 11 already in January, so okay. I don't know. For some reason this month it seems like there's been a lot of endurance like yeah. <laughs> workouts that have kind of played into my hands a little bit. I know that those are going to come to a halt, but uh, that's it. I want to do 75. I think if I meet that or get anywhere close to that, then uh, that means that I'm healthy and maybe I'm heading in the right direction. That's pretty. I mean, it's pretty awesome when you think about mm -hmm. it that you that you uh, you know just a few years ago started CrossFit yeah. and you're looking at potentially 75 RX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean uh, some like of those for, weights for programming are... like this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. good. Yeah. Now we get into I know some of these workouts we do. You know, when when they require like power cleans of you know 165 185 you know that's where i'm immediately going to get eliminated when you start like cycling those things in a workout it's never going to happen yeah. uh, but you know i gotta stop like hiding from the 50 pound dumbbells when they're part of like lunges or you know snatches and things like that and just take them on so kelly i like it so for me all these endurance workouts are like my happy place mm -hmm. and the barbell and I are just not friends. So <laughs> two things that I really want to improve on and God bless PJ and Rodrigo. They've already helped me so much. Um, my clean and press are just a clean. Honestly, yeah. if I see 95 pounds on the bar, I'm like, I can't do it. And I, I want to be able to get to one Oh five. Um, Leslie and I, have talked on Sundays, we really want to start working on, you know, coming in and working on those Olympic movements, yeah. like holding the barbell, making sure the clean is where it needs to be, like the technique part of it, so that we can start to do heavier lifts. And she's far stronger than me to begin with. So the other part of that is deadlifts. Yeah. I want to be able to deadlift 200 pounds. Um, I'm about 170 if I'm warmed up on a good day. And yeah. I'm just, I'm scared of it. Right. So it's not, I think, I know I can do it but it's having the confidence in my form and the technique. And I don't feel comfortable doing it in a class necessarily. Mm -hmm. I want to have those reps. Mm -hmm. And honestly, her to put the weight on the bar and not tell me what's on there. Yeah. And just be like, okay, Kelly, go lift. You said Pick up before. the bar. I yeah. I think that's about it. And I think I mentioned that to Steven. Maybe, I don't know if it was on a podcast or just us talking about you, you saying that. He was like, people do that. And that's yeah. A, that's a really good strategy. So We did a, I think it was there's a workout a few weeks ago and it was like you had time to do like overhead squats and you had time to do cleans as heavy as you could go and you had time to do I think it was snatches and she and I were partners on that and that was the same thing like I was like don't tell me what's on the bar <laughs> like I just need to walk up and pick it up and do it um, and then be frustrated myself but yeah our goal is to work on Sundays 
and I'm going to lean in more and challenge myself because a lot of the one rep max workouts, I come at 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. that's really hard to do. Oh, so looking at those days and like actually be intentional, be a Ben and come in and warm up for 20 minutes so that I can use my time wisely instead of brushing it off of, oh, this is 5 a.m. I'm never going to get it. Yeah. So my goal by the end of the year is to be able to, to clean 105 without like failing 17 times right and to do a 200 pound deadlift i like it awesome yeah i think those are very attainable for sure you just gotta you know if you focus on that as much as you focus on some of your cardio stuff then like it's that's how i get it because my goal next year and it's for next year but i have to do everything now i want to be able to do the whole open rx yeah and there's like three things that kick my butt if it Mm -hmm. pulls up and it's double unders um, the weights typically I can do, but the bar muscle ups, mm-hmm. and I know I'm so far from that, but like, if I feel like if I get all this other foundation of strength, then the rest of the things will yeah. start to come. Right. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Corey. Okay. So mine is, um, and I don't know if I went into the level of detail that I, you know, this is common in my life, not doing the assignment properly, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Right. So this one, this one has to do with some of the. Uh, experience I had in the last last year um, kind of fell off coming to class basically right I started doing my own thing and then I just lost my consistency and lost the habit of coming in so number one goal is to show up three days a week yeah and this was kind of given to me by you know Sarah basically that your goal should just be coming here three days a week and whatever you got to do, whether it's, you know, maybe I can't always make the 4 p.m., but just be here three days a week and do the class. And with that, like, I want to, I want it to not be like I'm training for the games or the open or something, mm-hmm. but just to come in and have fun and enjoy the community is yeah. number one. Right. And then, you know, have some intention in what I'm doing and really focus on kind of pulling back to, to thinking about doing stuff properly. Not yeah. just doing it as fast as I can. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I've, I have started doing this this year. I actually started it back in November. Yeah. And I mean, just the consistency makes a big difference versus coming in one day a week and trying an RX and then it just tearing you up, right? Coming in three days a week, working your way back up and doing stuff right. So that's so my... where were you, like when you were at the height of your CrossFit fitness, I guess, since you've been doing this for a few years now? Like when you felt the best, like what was your... Frequency, I guess. Uh, I mean, I was coming in probably f- at least four uh-huh. and doing mostly RX. Okay. But, you know, the RX was, I might, I was going heavier than what I probably should have been. Right. Because it was sloppy and I'd hit time caps or whatever, but I was trying to build up strength, right? So now I'm trying to do it in such a way that it, it, I'm doing everything right and I don't feel crushed every morning when I get out of bed yeah. because I'm going too heavy. So those are, that's my main goal across the board. Three, Three days, days a week, week, doing everything properly. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. This one is a little bit more, uh, I don't know, it's not necessarily like a, like a weight goal uh, or anything like that. I want to do a partner workout with Ben Walsh. And not die? Not die, and I I came up with this before last Saturday's uh, endurance class, and 
that was not designed as a partner workout, but I dipped my toe into what it's like to partner with Ben because um, there was a lot of people in here. It was freezing cold it outside. Was rough. And we decided it was, okay, so it was seven rounds of a 100-meter sprint, um, 10 burpee box jumps, and 12 kettlebell swings with a 70 pound kettlebell and then you did that each round with a three minute break in between seven rounds so a lot of people were doing their they turned the sprints into shuttle runs because it was so cold outside i I do not like shuttle runs especially when it's designed for a sprint um and so i i decided i was going to do them outside um and so ben was like hey why don't we i'll do them outside with you why don't we run together and then come back in and one of us can do the burpee box jumps the other one will be doing the kettlebell swings and then we'll just swap um and he said and i really don't want to be here all day so let's do let's rest two minutes in between the rounds instead of three yeah let's do it sounds great when i tell you i would have given any amount of money for that extra minute every round I'm, I'm not exaggerating uh and so we got we got four rounds into it and my lower back was hurting so bad from the from the kettlebell swings i switched over to like dumbbell deadlifts but uh we were we were dead sprinting every time on those sprints so we we finished. I, t- I told Corey this is the first time in a long time where I've gotten a uh, a random "Are you okay?" from somebody else in the class. Uh, so I don't know what I looked like, but I must. That either must feels good or terrible. Good. It's right. like you That's don't right. know where it's so, in the middle. Uh, I can't count that one because it's not an official partner wad, but um, I, I certainly uh, I think I, I have an understanding of, of what's ahead. So it's uh, I'm gonna have to look ahead and see when that one is. And so Ben, I'm coming for you. We're gonna do it. <laughs> So that's the thing. So Leslie, again, she's going to hate that we talk about her this whole podcast, but um, I mean, it's kind of a given for us if we can work out together and it's a partner, like we'll try to do whatever we can. And it's funny because her strengths are my weaknesses and my strengths are her weaknesses. Like I love a burpee. She sees a burpee and she like wants to curl the fetal and cry. I see a heavy clean and she's like fantastic. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can we like lessen the weight? So that's where we have a really good push together. Um, so that's what I've, I'm like, I need to be the one that can like, I want to be a Ben where yeah. somebody's like, okay, I want to partner with Kelly for the whole thing. Cause she'll be able to do all the stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I'm only a half seat at this point. Like right. Leslie and I make a hole. <laughs> so have that opportunity, <laughs> but yeah, I love your goal. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's up? You're next. Is this still CrossFit or just light? Just CrossFit. Okay. Just, just CrossFit. CrossFit. My yeah. next one. And I'm watching Aurelia do it right now. Um, she has inspired me for muscle ups every time friday i'm in here she has her band she's mm-hmm. working with rodrigo she's so consistent about it rodrigo worked with me probably three or four times enough where i'm like okay there's a potential of doing this but i need to get the dedication that she does to stay after class every 10 minutes to get that going the other one i have kind of alongside that to so court, it's a bar muscle up bar muscle up right. but end I, of the year end of the year okay um, banded bar muscle up. Banded, banded bar, bar muscle up. Okay. End of the year. But the thing of that is I shy away from every single class that has those in uh-huh. them because I don't even want to come in here and attempt. Right. So it's making forcing myself to be uncomfortable to come in here, maybe do it on the box, mm-hmm. 
and then stay after to try to do it the full way and to hold myself accountable to not skip class yeah. just because there's a bar myself on the program. I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I, I didn't put that down because I just, I was, I was working on it before my injury. I did one really, really horrible one that I don't even count. Um, but I didn't really have any, like, it still counts. You so you did I, 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 I say always that. say I told I was like I, I, it looked more like I was like like a fat guy who's like running from the cops and trying to get over a I'll fence be before the dogs got to me like it was that's that's kind of what it reminded me of um, but I, I didn't have any like there was no progression behind it I was just like staying in for class and and like oh, I'll try with a band and I'll jump off a bot you know and so now that I'm feeling good again I, I want to start focusing on it again but do it in a very uh, kind of prescriptive ways. So I'm, I'm doing like you, I'm picking a couple of days a week where I've got the time to, uh, mix in a couple of different, you know, ways to, to start getting the feel for it. Sarah's helped me already. So, um, but I'm not putting any timeline on it because I don't want to, I want, I want them to look right. Right. Like I'm, I'm real like, uh, I didn't say the thickness of the band by the yeah. end of the year. There's yeah. just going to be a band involved. Okay. So. All right. All right. Sorry. Good. No, you're good. Okay. Um, the only other thing I have, and it's not necessarily CrossFit, it's just mobility. Yeah. I used to be, when I lived in the Midwest, I did hot yoga once a week. I hated it, but mm-hmm. I did it, and that helped me so much keeping from being injured. I have back problems, shoulder stuff, and I've noticed all that starting to creep in again mm-hmm. because I go home, I do this, I come at noon, and then I'll go sit at my desk for four hours and yeah. then stand up and be crippled for the rest of the night. So mm-hmm. I had some injuries take me out last year as well um, from silly things. So I want to keep that mobility going, taking time. I mean, I literally work for a musculoskeletal wellness company. Like you think (laughs) I would take the time to do these things. I have foam rollers sitting in my office and I talk about it all day, Mm -hmm. but I did the time old, good old fashioned timers on my phone two times a day that go off and remind me to foam roll. So holding myself accountable to not ignore those. Well, the good news is, is you're about to get into your forties and all that mobility comes right back. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, It does. Yeah, it's just like pressing the reset button on life. So yeah, you'll be good. <laughs> Somebody be good. T- told me that your forties are your glow up, and I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't know what they are. Something. <laughs> it's always something. All right, Corey. All right. So this one has to do with something that I've kind of neglected, I think, in the mm-hmm. last year. So I want to run a relatively fast 5K, and and not so much train for it, but just kind of drop in on a 5k and just like run it as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can run three miles, but it's about a 10 or 11 minute pace, right? Yeah. But just to go and do a 5k, you know, with my Bridge Lakes CrossFit shirt on and just go and run it as fast as I can. The goal is sub 24. Okay. Right. Yeah. But ideally 21 to 22 minutes. So that's a little under that's eight good. minute miles, right? It's yeah. fantastic. Um, so it's going to take some work to get there. But that's one. That's so. What's I had this conversation with Aaron Borsellino yesterday because he wants to he wants to start running again. He's carrying a lot more weight than he's strong as a bull. But he's he, really strong. He, he's he wants to lose I think about twenty pounds and he's going to start running again. And he was kind of telling me how he started and what I've learned from really watching Maddox and how they train because they that's what they do in cross country. They run five Ks. Well, these guys they don't. They don't go out and run a 5K every day of practice and just hope to get faster. Right. Like, they work towards mileage and at a, at a much different level than, than you and I are ever looking at. Yep. But 
you know, they'll, they'll do these like eight mile runs, 10 mile runs. They're trying to get up to 40, 50 miles a week. So when it comes race time, their bodies are ready and they can wipe that thing out. And so that's, that's kind of what I've learned again on a, on a smaller level and, and kind of what I've been talking and I talked to Aaron about was, cause he told me, he goes, I went over and ran four miles and I hurt so bad that I didn't do, well, yeah, if you're not running, that's probably not the best idea. So I was, I yeah, was trying time to encourage on feet him. is I'm a like, big deal. Yeah. Set a 15 mile goal for the week, you know, go run a mile walk a mile the next day two miles you know like make that the goal make it my like mileage weekly mileage goals and build towards you know that that 5k goal because when when the 5k comes you're going to be so ready that you know you probably don't even realize what you're capable of so the other thing i've been trying i've been kind of doing that that feels because i've always went and just said all right i'm gonna go run and i'll run as far as i can mm-hmm. and then i hurt the next day right but instead i've been running for time just go run, you know, it's 30 minutes or, yeah. or something like that, right? At some pace. But then to speed it up, what I'm hoping to do is to to run for a couple minutes at the pace that I want to be and then maybe slow it down, right? To kind of right. to kind of do that. So I don't know, a couple of, a couple of different strategies, but I'd like to get it down to to just go to a 5K at some mm-hmm. point and, and like actually enter – a, do a do a real race yeah. you know put the, put the get it for a t-shirt it. right sign up pay yeah. for it and yeah yep. once the money's there yeah. get that beer at the end <laughs> that was the one nice thing i think about that i know there's some messiness of the challenge at the end of the year yeah. but i know there are a lot of people that aren't runners here that made themselves run uh-huh. and didn't try to go run oh my gosh i'm gonna go run five miles yeah. maybe they rode more biked more um i'm gonna use my husband as an example like he hasn't run in two years after having knee surgery. And he's like, do I really have to do this? I'm like, we'll try. Yeah. And he surprised himself and got up to like two miles by the mm-hmm. end of it and is still doing it. So, awesome. you know, just taking that little bit of time and having the small goals instead of looking at the whole thing. So I love your plan, Corey. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I do too. And it is very CrossFit. Like yeah. if you, like. It is, you the, need that 5K endurance. is a very, you know, important CrossFit. And I'll tell you, aspect. I have. Um, a half marathon is not. Cough, cough, Leslie Schaefer. <laughs> Nobody needs to run 13.1 miles. After that, that slate of holidays, I don't know. I, I ran so much in that, but I have. I think you overachieved in. On, on, I did, but it, but I came out of it really. I'm running heavy mileage in the week, and I'm coming to class consistently. And I think I've found a good blend of like. Same. Running and CrossFit, and I feel really good right now. Um, and and my heart rate has dropped. I'm noticing like workouts that used to send me up in the 180s are staying in like the 150s now. Um, and. I, I I never really understood what a difference that made until recently. So, uh, hoping I can keep this up um, before the body just says we're done here. Well, it's finding that middle. Yeah. You need yeah. to add mobility to your list <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I do. All right, my next goal. I want to do three competitions this year. All right, and these don't include like rock the box or the open, like the things that we do here that are kind of easy to participate in. I want to find like a High Rocks event, a um, maybe even like a, a Spartan event, uh, do the Deca Mile, yeah, one of yeah. those challenges again, something that's going to take me out of here and require me to, to put the effort in to prepare myself. Because 
I never regret doing those things. I've, I've done a couple, um, and I and I enjoyed them, and it, it really is kind of a benchmark. So uh, I know Justin and I have talked about doing a Hyrex event. There's a Hyrex competition in March. He asked me if I wanted to uh, partner with him on that. I told him I did. Now I'm wondering. He hadn't mentioned it in a while, so you know Justin likes to win things. So I'm, I'm wondering if he's like reconsidering this and just hoping that I forgot and he's going to get a better partner. Crystal and I talked about doing the BCS Classic uh, that Corey and I went and watched, like a mixed Masters division. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been benched on that one too. So uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find some other ones. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my goal. Uh, I think Scott, Scott does a lot of those Spartan events. Um, so I know as soon as he hears this, he'll probably have five of them ready for me I'll to sign up to for. Um, and then that that deck of mile we did, Corey, a couple of summers ago. I mean, I was. I was brand new to this when we, when I walked out there and had no idea what to expect. Um, so I would love to go back and do that again and kind of see like how much I can improve off of that first time. I think that all of those taking you out of your comfort zone yeah. is really a growing mm-hmm. opportunity yeah. big time. No, I mean, even, even having that, that IROX thing in the back of my head, one of the things I have hidden from in the past are wall balls. I just, they wear me out. And that is, High Rocks is all about some wall balls. Did you get to do the High Rocks, the like mini challenge that we did here? No, no. I did a couple of their workouts over the summer. And I mean. They're different. They took like almost an hour, you know, and it was blazing hot in here. Um, But I mean, I think that's, I'm geared more to that than I am to just a six, seven minute blowout. Well, same. And that's why I like that format mm-hmm. i came and did it my neighbor across the street i shared it with her because she's a workout freak too right. and we both came we didn't look at the events we didn't train to them and just showed up and we kind of surprised ourselves that like being a, a runner you learn mm-hmm. to pace yourself and i have a really hard time pacing myself in a 15 minute yeah. workout where because i want to sprint and then i have my wall but i like i think you will do great at high rocks that's like gonna be right up your alley yeah yeah you know what's funny like we were talking about workouts that you look at and don't really want to do i can look at an endurance workout like a hero wad and i get excited about those but the high rocks they just, oh my gosh i'm like i don't want anything <laughs> sled pushes yes. and all that stuff yeah well, there's no bar work in it. that's, that's why i love it yeah, I yeah. Say, I know that's scott makes like fun of me all the time he's like why don't this is like your thing like why don't you come to this i'm like well i do the workouts just not here i need so. to start doing it, i guess since i don't want to do it right? yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure you got any more, Kelly? I have one more because okay. I know I doubled up and I didn't understand we were going around. So <laughs> my last thing, and it's, I've already signed up for it. It's happening. I'm going to do the Bridge Lakes, um, Bridge, Bridgeland Triathlon. Oh, awesome. Very good. So awesome. I, cool. about four or five years ago, maybe longer, no longer than that, probably 10 years ago, um, had a friend that I was a big runner, taught spin classes all the time, and I was a terrible swimmer. And so she got me in the pool swimming. Um, the first triathlon I did, I had a panic attack in the water and freaked out. I got myself out. I'm in like the transition area crying and my husband's screaming like, get your beep together. Get on the bike. You're fine. So just the swimming, the swimming. I hate swimming. Um, flash forward. I swam over the summer. I did more after that. I did probably like three or four, um, was swimming with Angie and Nicole. They were all injured and kind of 
not fell back in love with it, but realized I didn't hate it as much as I thought I did. Mm -hmm. And I've never done a non-pool triathlon. So I know that's not like open water, but it's open water. Like there are fish in there. So so that's my goal is to train. It's in July, the end of July. And Steven, if you remember last year, we both had regret that we didn't do it. So we said we were going to do it together this year. So this is your shout out and call out if he hasn't signed up already. <laughs> he'll do it. He he'll, needs go, to sign he'll, up. he'll show up like bar somebody's bike on the way and uh, just, just go do like it. A like a kid's tricycle exactly. and still beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I, I, I mean, yeah. Cause, so that's my last one. Because one of... Uh, one of, I'll, I'll kind of rip through some of these, but yeah. one of my other ones related to the 5K was I'd like to swim a mile. A mile. Yeah. I just always wanted to, right? Uh, both my daughters swim, and it's like they've sort I, I was never a swimmer, but last summer I swam. I went to the lap pool and swam a little bit. I was like, you know, this would be something to. It's a good add-on. Pretty awesome, yeah. right? Um, but triathlons are fun as well. I'd like to do that. Yeah. But I need. I would. I would need to be tagging along with Steven. Like, hey, does anybody have a bike? No, that's I, the yeah. only thing that's I've never done a cost one. To it, yeah, right? I know. And uh, the bike has been the one thing that has kept me from uh, committing to one of those. I've never owned a bike. I'm a good swimmer um, and uh, I can run, so I, I feel like I could do okay in one of those, but just never sucked it up and made the bike investment. So you can know. get a cheap bike. I know. It doesn't All have right. to be bar somebody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, let's move on to the life goals. Okay. I will get us started. So again, we are, I think these are almost, these are more important than, than everything we just talked about, okay? Because a lot of mine involve other people, right? These aren't as, as self-absorbed as all these CrossFit goals that we have. My first one, two solo dates a month with the wife. We've been, I've been riding, you know, my good looks and my charm for 20 years now. <laughs> I think she might be ready for something more before. I don't know. So that's a good goal. Yeah. That's a good goal. And, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe that Alicia's every Saturday night is again, uh, maybe wanting to shake it up a little bit. So we live in a big city. There's a lot of stuff to do around here. Your kids are older. Kids are older. Yeah. I don't have to worry about babysitters anymore. So, uh, and they don't always have to be like predictable things like going to dinner or movie, things like that. Just get creative and, uh, look for something to do. Uh, maybe it's during the day. Um, it doesn't always have to be at night cause that seems to be the challenge following all their schedules. But, uh, but yeah, that's Megan. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it out loud right now, twice a month. I'm going to go for it to try to do something to lighten things up a little bit on the old calendar. So. Well, I'll go. One of mine is very similar to that. Okay. Same. Now, I still have a babysitters. I still have that worry, mm-hmm. but we both work from home. Okay. So why can't we go grab lunch together? Why we talked when we first moved here on Fridays, we'd go work from a different coffee shop together. I think we did it once. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can like, so right. making it happen yeah. and yeah. taking the time to go and do something. Um, we do, we do love exploring the city. So mm-hmm. we're good about that, but we always do it with other people. Yeah. And it's never just the two of us. Because mm-hmm. we, I mean, by the time our kids go to bed, we like get on our phones and like don't even talk to each other. So, like, having that minute to talk without another couple there. Um, so, my goal is to do that once a month. Okay. Too. Awesome. Like yeah. Well, you all are both going to get me in trouble. Okay. Because I don't really have any that, you know. <laughs> You're already doing all the great things, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know That's about it. that. That's I don't it. know about that. So anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> the, my first one is something that I've been terrible with and. Mm-hmm. 
at the age that I'm at, I should not be terrible with, but that is going to the doctors and the dermatologists and all of that stuff and getting Love it. all of my numbers. And I want to get into the genetic markers and biometric, all that stuff. I, by the end of this year, I would like to have be caught up on all of that. Also inspired by your last podcast with Tamika about mm-hmm. getting everything checked out. Mm-hmm. So that is number one. The car wash. I've been, I have Take been, your body through that car wash. Baby. Yeah. Need to do that. Yeah. Nah. I, uh, I think that's a great goal. I always tell people I go, I, I am pretty intentional about that. And I tell my doctor every time I'm like, whatever. You do whatever you want to do today. You got me. Because what's not going to happen is you tell me, I come in here one day and you tell me, Paul, you got six months to live. And if we would have done this, this, and this, we could have dodged it. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that. All right. You'll see this nice, sleek, shiny Apple mm-hmm. product I'm holding it's in my hand thin. right now. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? It's very thin. No, no, case, no bulky case on it, you know? Wow. I want to go a calendar year with this phone without a case and not shattering the screen do you have apple protection on? i do have apple protection um (laughs) i've already had to use it this year uh doing great it's a a, a good investment but you know there's there's a few reasons behind this all right so you ever watch those movies and i love that show on hbo succession oh my gosh they're always on their phones and they always had none of them had a case on their phone it was just like i don't know what it was about the 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 camera work that they did but every time they got their phones out i was like oh man man, look at that it looks so much better without a case on it you know yeah (laughs) kelly's got a refrigerator i think it's just gonna make me more conscious of it uh i hate the way it feels in my pockets and things like that with a big case so even when i'm running especially when i'm running most of the times i don't take a phone with me when i run for that reason because it's so bulky so it's easier to hold i think i have shorts running shorts now where i can like slide these in and not feel it as much um, so yeah, this is just a, a real odd one, but, uh, when I check back in in a year from now, I expect this phone to look exactly like it does right now. <laughs> well, Paul, our goals are like, dun, dun, dun. so mine is to put my phone down. So case I'm, yeah, I keep my whole life on what's my phone. The, what's this? What's the screen time notification look like for you on Sunday mornings? It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, <laughs> but it's more like during the day I'll have different things playing in the background when my kids are home like when we're home from sports and we work really hard to do family dinner as much as we can nobody's on a phone then but then it's kind of after dinner everybody takes a shower we go in separate directions and i'd rather sit i mean when they were little i sat and talked with them the whole time so as for them too like they're going to be putting their screens down a little bit Mm -hmm. but us just spending like that only probably hour we get me not scrolling through Instagram mm-hmm. and just being present with my kids and kind of setting that as a parameter, even for my friends. Like, Hey, if you text me at this time, I'll get back to you after nine o'clock when they right. go to bed, but don't feel like I have to be so on demand for everybody. Yeah. Um, Cause that's when everybody else gets time to text too. But, and I feel like I spend half my time like on group chats, like trying to catch up and yeah. do whatever. So being intentional about being present with my kids when they get home from school. Okay. It's awesome. I like it. Corey, I have one phone related. Um, so I'll throw this out here. So I have fallen into the trap of the ease of texting uh-huh. as probably a lot of people, but I am going to try maybe, maybe it's an every Sunday thing to call people. And I'm talking uncles, aunts, 
you know, people that I don't get to see very, uh-huh. very often, but to actually pick up the phone and even, I mean, you know, a phone call is worth a thousand texts, right? right? Just talking to people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't do that anymore. I think that now this goal is also dependent on them picking up. Picking up, yeah. So, but. Or you leave I, a really long voicemail. Yeah, I, that's fine. I'll leave a really long voicemail and then they can read it and text me back. But, yeah, but, I love that, man. That's uh, that is so true. Even with my wife, like I, I joke with her all the time. I'm like, you're. I think your phone only works. I think it only works going out. I don't think it works coming in because I can't remember the last time you answered the phone. That's what Dane says about me. He's like, you're on your phone all the time. You're able to call me somehow, but yeah, you know. (laughs) This is pretty straightforward. Build something. Build something, Paul. All right? Like, I'm not like this great handyman who, you know, can install built-ins or something in our bedroom like that's never gonna happen but I, I can do the basics right you know like basic plumbing you know like kind of fix it stuff around the house but you know I've got a decent amount of tools I've got the necessities to like put something together and I think it's just something that as a man I don't know you, you accomplish something like that it changes you it I, does. I want my sons to come out and bear witness to this you know see me working on something see a finished product so I think I have like I've been standing in my backyard just kind of surveying my, my property and uh, I think I, I have a vision for what it is I'm not ready to 100% commit to it yet because I haven't talked to the wife about it I don't know if she's gonna like the idea but uh, that is that is the goal is to to I'm gonna take a picture of the before and whatever it looked like before the, the progress along the way and then the after and I want I want to have that to my name it's just like I I built that awesome right? so, I yeah. like that yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like a good that. sense of pride I like that a lot <laughs> so I have this and it's in quotes because I have a definition of it I want to be bold so I did I. I'm a pretty outspoken person, yeah. but a lot of times when it comes to speaking up for myself, I don't do well with that. I will speak up for anyone I know and love. I will fight the fight. I will do whatever. But for myself, I don't do that. Um, and I had the opportunity to do it this last year at my job, and I was scared to death. Um, and my boss actually called me after, and she's like, I'm so freaking proud of you yeah. like for that bold ask. And like mm-hmm. you didn't back down. You didn't apologize for it. And it kind of like woke something up inside of me like, there's so many other things in life. It doesn't have to be like an asshole ask, but mm-hmm. like just being bold yeah. and like a, cro- a competition, going into an art, like just different things like that or um, asking for things for myself, being straightforward with friends. Hey, I'm sorry, I can't do this and this is why and yeah. not feel bad about it. So being bold. Yeah. And I don't have a great action plan for it necessarily, but I have it on sticky notes. I have it in my phone. So if I ever have those moments, like to hopefully remind myself to be bold. Yeah. So, no, I love very it. Very cool. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's, I, I, that was something that I wasn't great at either um, until, I don't know, about really when I moved to Houston, the job that I got promoted to that moved me here required me kind of having conversations with people at a whole new level. Same. People who like to deal in absolutes and there's no like, hey, I've got, 30 minutes a week to sit out and socialize with you. It's like, no. And, uh, and what I found was that by and large people are so unaccustomed to others being bold with them. Then when you are, they, you almost kind of like turn, 
you know, the telescope around and suddenly they are either going to respond the way you want them to or you kind of take control of the situation. Not that that's the goal, but I, I just remember one day having this this revelation with someone and it was work-related and we were kind of at this impossible situation, what seemed like an impossible situation unless this person who had a ton of influence got involved. And I think up until that point, everyone was just making assumptions that they're too busy and this is just so minor to them that they would never concern themselves with it. And I just remember being in the meeting and I could tell that they were 100% supportive of what we were talking about and saw it as a great idea and as a need and I just I just said look this is never going to see the light of day unless you use your influence and help us can you do that and she was like yeah and she spun around to her laptop and like emailed this guy like while we were watching and turned around and said done yeah and I was I was just like man why don't I ask for people's help more? Like, when's the last time somebody asked me for help and I said no? No, exactly. The ask, right. the ask yeah. is scary. Yeah. And I always will do, well, I'm not anymore. Yeah. But I do the ask and be like, but it's okay if not. Right. And I'm working really hard to take off mm-hmm. that it's okay if not. And if they tell me no, it is okay. Yeah. But I'm not going to automatically give them permission to um, let them, like, let it sink in because I don't want them to think that that's an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a hard one for me because I'm a people pleaser. But again, I've, to me, um, if I'll do it for everybody else, why the heck don't I do it for myself? The hard one so, you mentioned, like the for saying no to like friends and stuff like that. That's that's harder than even for me. Like, you know, you just you don't want to. I don't know. I'm always afraid that it, like if I that they're not going to ask me again or something yeah. like that. They see that just as my like constant posture. I remember when all the, the um, you know, scentsy candles and uh, what are they called? Uh, oils and just pyramid scheme, all yeah. those type things were coming up and we started getting approached by friends of ours and and we were just like, I just, I mean, if we, if we did this with everybody that asked us, we would be bankrupt, you know? And so I finally came up with this. I told my wife, I said, the answer is now we don't have money for that. It's not, we can't afford that. It's not, leave me alone. It's, we don't have money for that. And Nobody that can is, argue that. That is an honest answer. So that just became like my boilerplate like response it. to that. And seemed that is good. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is good. <laughs> the one thing along that too, and then I'll, sorry, I know yeah. I'm no, commandeering. No, no. It's, I had this, so again, moving here a year and a half ago, um, you get to reflect kind of back. And I've had, I had the same friends for 20 years and you realize you are a different person for different friend groups. Like they meet you at different points in your life. And for some people I would be like, my husband would be like, why are you doing that for them? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so moving here, I think I've also had the opportunity to just kind of be like, okay, this is who I am. Yeah. I'm not going to bend and be something different. So I don't think I could have ever done the be bold thing in Ohio because right. I was 17 different things or 17 different people who I all love so, so dearly, yeah. but to have this opportunity to do now. So yeah. very Corey. cool. I'm anxious. To, I'm anxious to talk about that one when we come back yeah. next year. We'll see, see how, how it goes. Yes, that's cool. <laughs> I'll be taking over yeah. the world yeah. or I'm curled up <laughs> under the table. I don't know. Or, or Kelly's just like, Kelly's not here because she said no. She's <laughs> not doing any more podcasts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. So this one has been kind of a long time. I've been thinking about it for quite some time and sort of it, it 
snowballed during a happy hour with some colleagues, and it is to learn Spanish. And I was talking about it, and this is dream. There's kind of a, you know, I know by the end of the year I'm, I may not. I, it may be some fluency or whatever, right? But um, the thing I've always struggled with is like, is the immersion of it, right? But I was talking to a colleague that speaks fluent, and I said, man, if I came to work and we just talked, mm-hmm. would you work with me? And we had been drinking, and he started talking in Spanish right then. And I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. But anyway, he's excited about it. And so it got me excited about it. So I've been doing research. Um, I've been doing some research on it to, you know, between uh, Rosetta Stone and Duolingo and all those kinds of different things. So kind of have one picked out. Going to put some money down on it mm-hmm. and, and, and give it a shot. Because I, I've always wanted to yeah. be bilingual. And I think that there's an opportunity to... To do it. So, do you, do you speak Spanish or any other language? No, yeah, me I mean either. I can understand enough to survive here, but I would love to be yeah. conversational. Oh my gosh, that would be such an advantage to speak Spanish, especially here in Texas. I grew up in Louisiana, and we took French, and I never—I mean, obviously, all the French influence in Louisiana is the reason, but it's like, what what benefit does French? And when have do you, you find a French yeah. person? US, I took it for like eleven straight years. You started in elementary no school. Yes. No, are you are you Nothing. fluent? Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I mean, it's just gone, and it's frustrating. And and I think you, I've heard that you know. I'm not trying to dissuade like your plan. I mean, I think that the, as long as you put your mind to it, that's going to work. But like also, everything I've heard is you have to immerse yourself at some level, and that's where the the real learning and like that's where it kind of takes hold. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's a great example is how fast all that French that I took went away. So, and I'm 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 very similar to yours. My last one I did was build something. Next one. Stick and learn something, okay? And so I gave a few examples like, you know, a new cooking style, uh, a computer program, you know, um, uh, an instrument. Like, I, you're, I know, Corey, you have like a musical background. I, I obviously, I love music. I, I can play nothing. Like, I have no ability at all. And it just is like one of my biggest regrets is that I never learned to play an instrument. So I don't know. What that looks like, uh, Amanda uh, from she was on the uh, before and after episode. Um, who's relatively new to CrossFit? I was joking with her. Well, she's a piano instructor, and I think if I had one instrument that I could play, it would be the piano um, because I heard that it's easier to learn other instruments if you know how to play the piano. Yeah. And I was like, can you teach me how to play? Rogers Park by Justin Towns are all on the piano. She was like, what? Send me the <laughs> song. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I sent her the song. She comes back. Like, she's like, I listen to it. It's good. I could teach you that. And she's like, you got a keyboard or anything? Like, no, I got nothing. You know, so <laughs> it's going to require some kind of a, and a little investment. investment on my part. But yeah, learn something. Ideally, be on the path to learning a musical instrument by this time next year. I like it. Yeah. So the tough thing about it is, though, yeah. you know, if you learn how to play that, that's great. But nobody's going to know what it is unless you start singing. So you need to, you know. Well, see, we need to. Yeah, I mean, I have to I've, sing these there songs. Is a, and, there is a, you know, I love to write, obviously, and you know, I could, I could start writing my own songs, Corey. You I can, mean, I, I might, I might be performing originals on this podcast. Stay tuned. You know? There will be yeah. an Are You Sore band. <laughs> it's going to have a musical intro by Paul. That's It'll right. be a whole That's thing. Right. <laughs> 
All right. This one is kind of health and wellness-ish, um, but being a woman going into my 40s, life and food and all that things are not, you can't do all the same things to feel the same way. So um, I've dabbled in intermittent fasting in the past. Um, I'm actually want to pick Tamika's brain a little bit on this, but I've talked a lot um, with my doctor. I talked a lot. I had a dietitian in the past. I have a minor in nutrition and have a background in this. So my goal is to do intermittent fasting four days a week where I have at least a 14-hour fast. So for me... That includes sleeping. That includes sleeping. So what it is, the hard part is for me, if I work out at 5 Mm a.m., let's say I stopped eating at 7, I mean sports practice, done with 7.30, you have to wait until 10 to eat. Um, But once you kind of train your body on it, Mm -hmm. it's good. So getting into that pattern again, because I found that I feel my best... Um, when I can get into that routine, but it's a really hard routine to get into. Yeah, those are, uh, I mean, I trust you going into something like that because you have such a health and wellness background, um, but I do not trust myself on those because- Oh, and it's not for everybody. Yeah, I I just think I would be so aimless with it, you know, that, I don't know, it just, I could see it completely backfiring for me, but but knowledgeable people like yourself, like, I think can- can do that and be very successful with it. So it's just that willpower it's portion willpower. of it. Yeah. I like food. I like to eat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Corey, you got any more? I do. And I got a couple more, All right. but this one dovetails into what we were just talking about. Right? Okay. Um, about the music. So I don't know if I have a background in music, but I used to play guitar and singing bars right uh-huh. and I had written some songs and I ran across this CD that I recorded when I was 30 so 16 years ago right I actually well, you better be glad you didn't tell me this before we'd be demoing that CD right now <laughs> no, listen listen this is <laughs> it, it like I talk at the beginning of the CD I just kind of ran across it played it for the kids they got a kick out of it but I was working in Metairie Louisiana uh-huh. from West Virginia so I was working in Metairie Louisiana I like disassembled my guitar and took and put it in my suitcase because I was too cheap to like, you know, check in the case or whatever. Anyway, so, but I recorded this CD of a bunch of the songs that I've written. So it was like getting this like flashback of me 16 years ago and hearing it. It was kind of, I mean, it was kind of weird for mm-hmm. me, but kids liked it. So it's kind of made me want to actually go back and, and, properly record stuff and with technology nowadays I mean like what you have sitting here to do this podcast the technology's there that it's a lot cheaper than it used mm-hmm. to be a long time ago you can get it to Spotify no no problem whatever and it's not to like hit it big or anything it's more like just a historical thing for kids or grandkids or whatever and so um, anyway similar to the learning Spanish I've kind of started researching what I would need to get and what I would need to do and then looking at some of my old songs and trying to remember the lyrics and stuff. So anyway, uh, goal is like, cause I'm gonna have to learn software yeah. and all this stuff. Goal is like three songs this year. Okay. Have, have your girls or anything, have they heard any of this? Yeah, they yeah. and they actually like them. Cool. I mean, they like them. I, so, I, you know, and that's that's pretty rewarding, yeah. you oh, know, for sure. to, to uh, for even one person There's to like it. There's nothing better, like I can't know, I, I think it's, one of the best feelings in the world is like when my kids actually like a song that I like. I can't imagine if I were to like write one and they get into it. That, yeah. That's something that I'll. Well, I've always, similar to you <laughs> saying like playing an instrument, I've always won something like 
you know, like Velma's a really great baker, or like mm-hmm. something that I do, singing. I mean, I sang when I was little and I've sang a little bit, but nothing like you're talking about. Yeah. But like something like that, like an art or a skill that's you that you can like give to someone. Yeah. I've always been so envious of folks that have that in their back pocket. So that's awesome, Corey. All right, last one for me. Very straightforward, very timely. I want to record 20 podcasts this year. And I'm not talking, I'm not including like all the little minis that I do over Christmas or the smash and grabs and things like that. I'm talking 20 like long form recordings uh, with guests and the whole nine yards. Uh, I've got, this was the second already this year. Um, It is much harder than I ever thought it was going to be as far as like generating episodes because people's schedules come into play and you gotta I'm, I'm very uh, particular about the content and I don't want to put things out just for the sake of putting them out we've got a lot of stuff ahead um, with the open coming up a lot of good ideas there uh, but this is I believe our 15th episode overall so just thinking about that um, it does seem like this has been going on for a while but 15 seems like a really small number to me so everything that I've ever read about a successful podcast is like you just got to keep putting them out there and you got to be okay with not very many people listening to it for a really long time before it catches on so so i just want to i want to keep it going 20 is the number that i'm going for this year we're we got two down 18 to go so hopefully uh hopefully we can make it happen so that's that's averaging like what two two every two weeks every yeah. couple of weeks yeah getting them out yeah. There? yeah something you know something around that every i don't know yeah, between two and three weeks would get me there. So I think it's it's possible. I just got to put my mind to it and uh, make sure that I'm my thoughts are organized and that I'm doing a little bit better job planning. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. This has become like one of my favorite things. I like get into the whole editing and uh, I like just listening to it and like trying to figure out ways to get better and stuff. And uh, I love all of my regulars that I have in now and here now we've got some continuity. Um, so that's, that's been the fun part. Yeah. Corey and I have a shirt now, so we're in I know, shirted. Y'all are outfitted for sure. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Anybody else? No, we good. All right. So here's what you got to do. All right. So you've got to remember as you do these things to grab your phone. And I hate to like add more phone work to you, Kelly. <laughs> it's not going to be goals, during that hour, but like, you know, remember to go to your notes and just like put something down when that you, you shared today. So there's, there's documentation behind it. So I got to remember that too. So like if I'm going to, every time I take Megan out on, on a date, I got to go in there and tally that thing up uh, in my notes. And I need to start a, a new Paul and Megan, date page in my notes so i can keep track of those uh so when we come back next year we can go back through these and hold each other accountable i love it this is great yes thank you guys so much you're gonna get kelly twice as nice she's on our next episode the superlatives episode we'll see how nice i am oh my goodness uh she has uh been coming on her and sarah uh, so that's what's coming next, but really appreciate you guys coming prepared and doing this and I'm looking forward to checking in with each other, seeing how it's going. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. All right. Happy new year. See y'all later. Very nice. Kelly and Corey. 
goals, baby. They're important, and I hope you all enjoy those. We're going to try to keep track, keep you posted. Maybe I'll splice in uh, kind of in-progress numbers uh, for both the CrossFit stuff and the life stuff uh, on future episodes. We're getting a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, I mentioned earlier Kelly's coming back on. Uh, the Bridge Lake Superlatives, most likely to dot, dot, dot. We're going to have a lot of fun with some of our members on our next episode. Uh, the CrossFit Open is coming up. Um, so I want to get our captains in here after we do the draft, talk about the team, do some episodes from the actual Open. Uh, Scott Basinger wants to come in here and talk high rock. So a lot of good stuff coming up. R.L. Burnside, he's going to take us out today. You guys have a great week. Give it your best and a little bit more. We'll see you next time. Take it down, take it down. Take it down.